Well, let's find out what Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun is up to this morning. He joins us now. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. And I have one word for you in your earlier discussion about unfortunate fashion statements that one later regrets. (laughs) And that one word is bell bottoms. Oh, you too? You were a victim to that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Does there exist a picture somewhere of Vaughn Palmer oh, wearing bell bottoms? There's all kinds of pictures exist. Uh, you remember I was the paper's rock critic and uh, yes. I'm preserved uh, for all time. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I'm listening to your discussion and it's funny. And I, and I think, you know, I, I stand in for a number of men who listen to these things and go, oh, you know, women do their craziest <laughs> things. And then this little voice in the back of my head says, Palmer, bell bottoms. And then it says, platform shoes. And then it says, leisure suits. And then it says, sideburns that make it appear that some little furry creature has crawled out of your ears and is making its way toward the center of your chin. You're so right, though. Men don't think that they are slaves to fashion. And yet, I've had this (laughs) argument with my husband, who to this day claims that the super ugly acid wash jean jacket that he was wearing the first time I met him was a really cool jacket. And I have to tell him, (laughs) no, it was not. My wife still fondly recalls this ridiculous, she calls it the poodle shirt, which was a sort of vinyl thing that I was wearing that had poodles (laughs) romping around it, which I thought was really cool, right? And she just had to swallow it all and try to see some redeeming features in me. I think she's still struggling with that one. We are all slaves to fashion, Vaughn Palmer, even you. Um, Let's talk about what's going on out there with the pandemic, but this confusion over the Nessie and this thing, the AstraZeneca, was so disheartening the last couple days. It really was because, you know, I look, the, the problem on this one is the difference between sort of being in the front lines of actually trying to deal with the public on the challenges around vaccination, vaccination shortages, safety issues, availability, and and being sort of in a kind of an airy-fairy enclave up at the top where you get to just give advice but not actually be responsible for delivering it. So the media is in the, news, in the middle of this. But I, my thought listening to the feedback since the NACI recommendation on Monday is we're a lot closer to what it's like dealing with the public on this one than NACI. Mm-hmm. Because... Because we get the emails every day and the notes and the phone calls from people that are genuinely anxious. They genuinely want it clarified. And yes, you can say, talk to your doctor, right? You can say, listen to Dr. Bonnie Henry. You can say, go to the BC Center for Disease Control website. But all of that is, is important, but I think people are still confused. I think the Globe and Mail put it very well in an editorial today. By telling Canadians that AstraZeneca is simultaneously safe and to be avoided, because that's what NACI says, simultaneously safe and to be avoided, NACI has pointlessly cast doubt on a highly valuable vaccine. And I gather, you know, we've seen it in doctors and public health officials. People in the front lines are going, oh, man, like you don't know how much trouble you've caused for us. Exactly. I think Dr. Bonnie Henry got it well on this one. And, you know, I've been critical of her at times. But she's, she's been saying for months on this issue of the small 
minuscule, very rare risk, whatever you want to call it, of blood clots with AstraZeneca. What she's been saying is, if you want Pfizer and Moderna here in British Columbia, wait your turn with your age cohort. When your age cohort time rolls around to be vaccinated, you'll get Pfizer and Moderna. If you want to go early for one reason or another, take AstraZeneca and take the small risk with it. I think that is much clearer than NASI's statements, which try to have it both ways. Um, it's not a case of pretending that there's no risk. It's a case of putting the size of the risk into perspective yeah. and recognizing if you want to talk about risk, the public health risk in British Columbia and in Canada and in the world is getting COVID-19. That's the big risk. The risk of blood clots with that or of anything else or of, sadly to say, death or lifelong damage is much, much higher than the very real but very rare risk of a blood clot with AstraZeneca. I am not a medical doctor. I'm not an epidemiologist, but I've been following this story now for well over a year, and the one thing on this one is I think Dr. Bonnie Henry has been clear on this one. Absolutely. For months, and I don't think Nasi's quibbling, confusing, trying to have it both ways statement helped at all. I think it makes it harder for public health officials in BC. I think a lot of us who got the AstraZeneca, I I know I was fully aware yeah. of what we were doing, and that is we knew we could wait, and we also knew because was like we've heard all these stories, right? We've read all this information, but we know we knew, yeah. but it was the opportunity to get a vaccine, so we took it. So I don't know why they're trying to, like, we already knew if we jumped in line to get that AstraZeneca, we were doing so willingly. Yeah. And, you know, I think the other thing, and again, this point has been well made, is it's good to be aware of the very rare but real risk, because you know what to be on the lookout for after you've been vaccinated. You know what to watch for, right? Because there is a small number of people who get blood clots. And for the most part, the threat is manageable. But, you know, we've had, what, two deaths in the country from that. So, you know, but that's another thing they've been saying all along. There really is no no risk option out there. You, you exactly. and I had a good chat a while ago about the way we all in the human race misjudge risk and don't right. think mathematically about it and tend to react to new risks, even if the new risks are not as great as some of the risks we've been living with for a while. So, no, I, I this one really bothers me because I, as you know, Simi, I've been critical of the rollout here in BC and the Premier being overly optimistic and all that. But on this one, I I have a bit of a sense of what public health officials are struggling with in this province, which is not enough vaccine and juggling a whole bunch of priorities and trying to roll out the limited supplies on, you know, the best course to get as many British Columbians vaccinated as possible, as quickly as possible in the name of safety for all of us, recognizing that we don't have enough vaccine 
to do everyone. So very quickly, though, Vaughn, though, is there not a concern, too, with the crackdown in Alberta, right, restrictions that were announced, that we won't get some spillover of people coming into B.C. because now there are more restrictions in Alberta? Well, we put up signs. (laughs) Well, this is what I'm worried (laughs) about. I I can see why people are worried about this one. So the the public health message on this one that we've been getting for a while is that the spread in British Columbia is mostly British Columbian to British Columbian. The spread is in and around the Metro Vancouver, uh-huh. Surrey. There's that's the big spread. That's why we're cracking down on travel in and between essentially the Lower Mainland and the rest of the province. But there is an issue with Alberta, and as we know, the government has a legal opinion on this question, which they've not released. But from what they've told us, it says you can't stop people from going back and forth between Canadian provinces to work, and you can't stop them from going back and forth for health care. And both things happen between B.C. and Alberta. But, you know, there is, uh, we've known for a couple of weeks, there's a rise in case count, especially in the Peace River country. Um, the South Peace MLA, uh, Mike Bernier and his family have yep. uh, COVID-19, and there's an outbreak at Site C. I see the mayor of Dawson Creek, Mayor Bumstead, saying that he thinks that most of the travel back and forth between his border town and Alberta uh, is people going back and forth to work. He doesn't right. think it's Albertans coming here to fish and hunt. So he says that... Um, the cases are here, and I don't know whether we can do very much about it at this point. Public health officials are saying that's not the big problem in B.C., but clearly it is a subject of concern. It is. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Sim.